Yo, what's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fitted Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And in this episode, Tom and myself, we woke up very, very, very early in the morning. I think I woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Tom, I don't think he slept. <laughs> and we did our first time ever swap cast with the famous, the one and only New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon and Seth. And oh man, if you do not know about this podcast, stop what you're doing and just subscribe to it. Subscribe to it. If you like us, you're going to love what they do. They are absolutely fantastic. They're great. They're like, you know, all right, think about this. If there's a dynamic duel, you know, Batman and Robin, Tom and I, we're a couple of Robins and, and Pat Dixon and Seth, they're a couple of Batmans. So if you like us, like I said, you're going to fucking love the shit out of them. They're absolutely fantastic. And this Swapcast is just, it just starts off with us shooting the shit. And then we go down and we break down the news of New York and of Tokyo. And um, yeah, it was it was a great time. And without further ado, enjoy. No. What was the one you went to that the club was called? Um, Bondage of Gogo? No, it's Oh, um, dude. No, that's uh, Deca Bar Z. Deca Bar Z. It's, it's not a fucking S&M place, though. It's a weird kinky fetish place. They got a big cock in the middle that shoots out the soap and stuff, and, like in the middle of like dance songs. Or oh, that, okay. That was fun. Okay. Well, first yeah. of all, and, like most most of the girls like take their tops off and just put the, like, the how do you say, the pasties on. So you got girls like running around bikini bottoms and like pasties, and that's it. Yeah, but that's kind of but the, the, they don't they don't take off their pants because then they'd have to like blur out their pubic hair there right <laughs> there you go <laughs> there's walking around with shields <laughs> <laughs> there's a little so there's a, so there's, a, so there's a real live cock there that shoots uh, st- stuff out of the I mean that's yeah, nuts gi- giant like six foot thingy it's just it's hooked up to some like vent or whatever and it just blasts soap out for some of their parties yeah welcome to Tokyo yeah <laughs> funny thing was the first time I went to this I didn't know about that I just thought it was like a party, and all of a sudden, like you know, everybody starts got in the middle of the dance floor and started chanting uh, "foam, foam, foam" in Japanese, and I was like, "What?" And all of a sudden, <laughs> flooded the uh, dance floor. It, by it, foam, you mean come, right? Yeah, come, jizzism, jizzism, man matter. That really sets a tone for the evening, doesn't it? You know, d- dancing around a giant cock. I mean, it seems like you're likely to get laid if you uh, if you do anything at all there. Yeah, well, they have, they, you know, you know what else they have? They have events similar like that where everybody's waving a giant penis around. These are like traditional like festivals. They're called like fertility festivals. Oh, where, yeah, the they Kawasaki be, one, yeah. Yeah, where, where they like, you know, have penis pops and penis gummy bears and all these penis candies. You see and it's like, old ladies walking around with like dildos in their hands, yeah. dude. Like just, yeah. it's crazy. And you're just like, oh, uh, man. <laughs> but you know, it's, yeah, it's supposed it's to like make them fertile, too. Ooh. If you call something a, a festival, it really gives you a lot of uh, leeway, you know, a lot of deniability. You know, you can carry <laughs> there you go. That, That's what the Klan should have done, you know. Like back in, <laughs> we're not having a rally. We're having a festival. <laughs> there <something>. you go. <laughs> Festival's supposed to be festive, right? We're dressed as ghosts. Yeah, exactly. We're just <laughs> cosplayers. <laughs> You guys probably don't have the clan there, though. I guess. Huh? Well, we got this similar. We got the right wing. We got the the far right wingers, like the nationalists. Which, yeah, they're they're dicks. Yeah, well, who th- are they against? I think everybody For- that's not Japanese. Every, everyone who isn't traditional ja- Japanese. Oh, and yeah, they definitely don't like foreigners. Oh, they hate Chinese. Yeah, which is weird yeah. because oh they, yeah, they hate the Chinese. They as have well. all their meetings at Chinese restaurants. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I know it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> 
Yeah, the food's good. Right? The thing about about hating the Chinese, like you hate one, right? And then like an hour later, you feel like hating another one. <laughs> <laughs> well, low hanging fruit. That's all it is. Well, there's a billion people there. I mean, if you're like a one in a million kind of guy, there's a million people just like you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, damn. You need a calculator to get that joke, but I, I'm going to have to take your word for it. <laughs> you got weird crimes there, too. Seems like uh, like like a lot of crimes involve panties there. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah we, got, we got a couple of those stories. Wait, in China or Japan? No, in Japan, like, like oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know that you they, they have like a, a that people have a fetish for the dirty panties, which yep. is like natural, and then you also have a vending machine that'll sell dirty panties, right? Yep. Those, do you ever have like, mm. somebody like like they'll do here? Does anybody ever like try to you know tip the machine and turn it over on themselves and get killed? <laughs> no, that but that that would be one of the most embarrassing, humiliating ways to die, don't you think? Or the you most metal. Or the most metal. <laughs> I was trying to rob a panty vending machine by, t- by by kicking it over and screaming, "Give me the panties! Give me the panties!" You cheap yeah. bastard! <laughs> you didn't have five bucks for a pair of panties. Uh, they actually had to. Yeah, they had to put warnings on them here because people turning Pepsi machines over on themselves. I mean, that's a. Uh, that's a hag comedic premise, but it happens to be the truth. Are you serious? Seriously, Are people. Yeah, yeah. Well, science says don't tip this machine. Uh, you know, and then there's like a little illustration of a guy being crushed by a Pepsi machine. <laughs> Dude, that should be on your Patreon. Take a picture of that. <laughs> you, you know what? If they just removed all these warning labels, I think uh, you know Darwin's natural law would take effect, and yeah, we wouldn't have stupid people anymore. We probably wouldn't have a president named Trump. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's you know how Darwin. True. You know how Darwin died. Though he was walking down the street reading a newspaper, stepped into a manhole, an open manhole, fell in the sewer, Wait, broke his it, neck. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. So what? I mean, you know, I've never heard that. Kind of like a little irony there. Yeah, that is irony. That is ironic. <laughs> wow. I, I guess he didn't practice what he preached. <laughs> Wait, is that, that how we got the Darwin Awards? Or, I, I guess. I think it's related to that. Yeah, but. Uh, Man, uh, uh, so so I hear the prisons there are pretty like uh, like lax, like like no. like what? No, no, dude, solitary confinement almost all day. You can't talk to other prisoners. I think you can talk to other prisoners for five minutes a day. We there's a guy that was working for the uh, the Yaks, and um, he got in some big trouble. And he's an American guy, and we had him on the show. About two months ago, mm. yeah, I call him Mr. G, but his real name is Wa. Well, yeah, I will record it. Yeah, you might. You might. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah, he does listen to the show. You wouldn't want him coming after you. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, he. We had a whole episode where he explained like the whole Japanese prison like uh, process. Yeah. Dude, solitary confinement, dude. That ain't no joke. I mean, it, yeah, it depends on like what you did. Still all day, right? Huh? <clears throat> like you have to sit still all day. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sit in one position. Yeah, like on your knees, like you're praying. Yep. For a, oh my well, for, God. For, for a lot of it, also you have to do menial bullshit jobs. Oh, and like they mandate like how you sleep. You have to sleep like flat on your back. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's, why, it's why, really structured. That, 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 so this is a, so. What do you have to do to get now? Is that all prisoners, or is that just the ones that that like act up in prison? I I'm not sure about oh, that. The ones the ones that act up that they'll they'll throw your ass in solitary. But or, no, or if you're on death row, you're in solitary like 23 hours a day. Yeah, but no, I'm from, from all I know is from what I like learned from Mr. G. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I've never been to jail. 
I'm just like <laughs> not yet. <laughs> remember, I, I wrote that. Remember, I read that book uh, that I showed you on the court system. It's got like a bunch of stuff about that as well in one of the chapters. Okay, so yeah, they have a good way of doing um, the death penalty there, which is like you're you have the death sentence and you're just sitting in your cell, and then one day they come and get you and execute you. Yeah, like, man. They, they the don't thing. tell you what day it's going to be. No, they they don't. Like the, the only thing is, like they will they will kill you in the morning. So if you make it to lunchtime, you know you're good for the day. But Yay. yeah, that's just like crazy. <laughs> like yeah, you're just sitting in, in a cell twenty three hours a day, and like you never know when your number's going to be up. When they're just going to say, "Yep, oh, time to go. We're going to hang you." And they hang you right in front of a big Buddha statue. Yep. So the last thing okay. you see is Buddha. <laughs> yep. Oh wow, that's good. I guess it's kind of like a. Yeah, well, you know, in Texas, they used to give you a last meal, but they stopped doing that because this guy ordered like, you know, a fried chicken and like, uh, you know, five cheeseburgers and a bunch of Skittles and just, you know, a bag of Jolly Ranch. Like, whatever, Skittles. everything you can think of, you know, he ordered like this about nine things, you know, and so like they're like, oh, it's last meal. So, you know, they would make you anything that you wanted and they made him all that mm. shit. And he goes, uh, I'm not even hungry. <laughs> Man. And so they quit doing it for everybody. Which really? is kind of such, I guess I guess if you had a last meal in Japan, but most people just go, uh, rice, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, th- th- throw a little egg on top there. Oh, man. God, I don't think they do a last meal. It would be breakfast. That would be terrible. It would be natto. <laughs> yeah, man. I, don't, I, don't, I really don't think they do the whole last meal thing. No, well, I'm not sure they don't. Well, if you get hung and stuff, you shit your pants, so they don't want anybody shitting rice all over the place. Yeah, that's true, man. <laughs> that shit gets messy. So I guess they found the brown known, eh? How humiliating. Oh, oh my goodness. Shit my pants. While no, not only that, like, uh, what is it? The, the, the blood forces down, so you basically get a raging boner as well. Like, I, I say the blood flows down there. Are you serious? You get I'm a boner? Serious. Yeah, I'm so serious. So they have to jerk this guy off before they bury him? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they can't shut the lid of the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it was his last request. It was dang wished. He would have wanted it this way. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, I, I wasn't going to go there, but, uh, you know, because cause you, you start to, do you start to feel Japanese the longer that you're there? Not really. I don't really know about that, man. I Dude, mean, have you seen a picture of Tom? He's like six foot four. <laughs> Blonde. Yeah. You look like a total, like, Aryan, like, Nazi, dude. <laughs> well, thanks, <laughs> Johnny. I'll try and take that as a compliment. <laughs> No, no, it, it's okay to look like a Nazi, uh, you know, because, I mean, they were – you could say what you want about the Nazis, but by and large, you know, not bad-looking people. Yeah, true. Uh, that doesn't mean you're a Nazi. Yeah. It just means, uh, you know, you could become one if you wanted. Yeah, Tom. Yeah, so, 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 so in other words, you're saying it's okay to look like one, just don't be one. Yeah, probably good advice to follow. And you can't judge a book by its cover, you know. <laughs> nah, but, like, to, to answer your question, nah, not really. Even, even after, like – We've been here for, I've been here 14, you, you've been here, what, 15, 16? Something like that. Who counts? Yeah, like, Who counts anymore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, once you get past a certain number, no, not really. I mean, the culture is just way too different. You, you do adjust to living over here, but it's just like, we're never going to be Japanese, you know, how, how long we stay here. We're always going to be treat, have that, like, honored guest status or whatever. Uh, you know, my my hat's off to you because, like, if I go down to Chinatown and spend more than 35 minutes, I start to freak out, you know? Yeah. I can only look at so many starfish in a bucket, you know. <laughs> Although I will say the starfish club at at Mao's or whatever it's called, I, I forget, it's delicious. It's absolutely fantastic. It's great fusion. Yeah, club yeah. sandwich uh, the uh, with the starfish. Yeah, but I, I mean I'm not trying. They, 
I'm not being paid to say that or anything. <laughs> it's okay. Our sponsors are bars and uh, liquor distributors. Yeah, that's pretty much <laughs> it. Right? You got sponsors? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't do. I don't. I don't like ads. I, you know, I had this guy approach me about ads, and he was describing to. Me. Now, do you do it through a service, or do you do this on your own? Oh, we do it on our own. Yeah. 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 If they do a service, it's worse because they want to like put it right at the beginning and they want to like, you know, they want it a certain way. And I'm just like, I'm not into it. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't want Sherry's berries coming on and talking about their, their friggin' berries. That's what it is. Yeah. Or other products that you do, there's just no way in hell you would endorse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. Brooke Crusher. Love Brooke Crusher, but he's doing like what? He's doing like uh, some like meal service and a bed service or something. And I'm like, I'm like and then like a like a hair service, like a haircut or what? Shave, shave nation, shave something service. Mm. I'm just like, oh, dude, I just want to hear the podcast. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't want to listen to all that shit. It really shits up a podcast. I think. Yeah. Now, and and especially when it's something real corny like that, you know, like uh, where you're just like, oh yeah, that's, that sounds pretty generic. Uh, yeah. it, but hey, whatever you know. I mean, like it, it, it for the money. Now that meal service is it Blue Apron? Uh, that's Not it. Blue yeah. Apron, Everybody's yeah. doing that. Yeah, we should do an yeah, anti Blue Apron like advertisement. Apron. Fuck them. Fuck it, dude. We go to McDonald's. <laughs> Try Tom's home cooking. <laughs> My wife uh, took to that Blue Apron shit though, and we don't have them as a sponsor anymore. We had them not on the New York City Crime Report podcast, but on Crime Report, which is on Compound Media. You know, it's two different shows and. The Crime Report's a webcast. Uh, we don't get to choose that. They just tell us what we do, and we we have to read the ad because whatever, you know. And so they also sent us some food uh, for free. And my wife puts corn chips on French toast. You know what I mean? She's like the the worst cook in history, but she made <laughs> stuff. It, it's pretty good. Can you get? You probably can't get that in Japan, though, right? That's probably corn a, a chips. Bit. No, <laughs> no, or, or Blue Apron. I think he's talking about. Oh yeah, uh, I don't believe so. No, or French toast. Or French toast. <laughs> we got French fries, but they call them fried potatoes. Yeah, exactly. They don't have a weird Jap name for that. No. Fried potato. Fried potato. Fried potato. <laughs> it's like Japanese English. <laughs> you know, some of the borrowed English where they take English phrases is pretty funny. Like, I, I think the most hilarious one is like uh, for for puking. They say reverse. That's like ah, oh, that's a good one. It's like boom, nailed it. Reverse. Reverse. Yeah, means oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's a slang term for puking. But yeah, it's very literal. You know, yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, now, are there any words you're not supposed to say? Like, like. You know, uh, I'm sure there there must be some kind of slang, profanity, shit like that. But like, mm. we, Seth and I've been interested in free speech lately. You know, now that people are getting locked up, like over in South Africa, woman's yeah. going to jail for a couple of years. You know, for being uh, saying a couple of racist things. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, like uh, also the guy who uh, went to jail, and I, I think in uh, Scotland, in the UK, because he taught the dog to, to Heil Hitler. You know, oh, was, yeah. oh really? Yeah, I, I heard about that. One. So, oh, so he may be doing time too. So, it, what's it like in Japan? I think it's just like the well, it's like the states like ten years ago. You can say anything you want. Oh, yeah, they, they don't get really fired up about politics, to be honest. I mean, yeah, they're just they're just not into it. They're not super religious here either. So, and then for the most part, they they believe in social harmony. So they just kind of try and get along. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I haven't heard of anybody getting busted for saying anything about the government or about uh, the prime minister, which means the government or whatever. But mm. um, yeah, it's, it's pretty much yeah. It's pretty much open, okay. I guess. I mean, we're, we're still here. If you took a picture of the emperor and like took a shit on it in the middle of the, in the middle of Tokyo, 
<laughs> okay, you probably get in trouble for that. You, if it wasn't the government, like you'd public backlash or something. I, I think somebody would probably take you out. <laughs> yeah, man. Just show up at your doorstep with like pitchforks. I think a ninja would just show up. <laughs> there you go. You wouldn't even see it coming. We see. I get confused because like I don't really know a lot about politics, but but Donald Trump is the president here hmm. now. Is he also the president there? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Enough, I guess. (laughs) Japan, basically, Japan's always had a close, like, personal relationship with America, regardless of who's president. You know, not in the 1940s. Yeah. Obviously, not in the 1940s, but ever ever since then. Now, do you see any mutants, like, walking around? Like, uh, I mean, and and are there a lot of, like, local uh, Godzilla movies being made there? Like, Oh, yeah, Japan. there's always a Godzilla movie being made. They're, oh. they're always erecting a statue to Godzilla, too. Yeah, but the yeah. mutants, they're always... Uh, no, I think they're all in Fukushima. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 Fish. But there's the zones where you can't go into, like the yeah. uh, the forbidden cities now. Yeah, it's dead like, zones. Yeah. yeah, so they got all these cities over there, like little villages, actually, that are just like, you know, they haven't been touched since 2011, right? Yeah. So, I mean, if you ever want to get a DVD of, like, I don't know, Jurassic Park 2, I mean, that's the place to go. <laughs> Bargain basement. You could do the shaky cam, like, a whole my shitty movie. But you got to deal with the fucking mutants. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God, the fucking mutants. Uh, those now, guys. That's why they all have pink hair here, or green so hair, or whatever people, weird color. Yeah, you guys are way ahead. I mean, like, uh, when I divide up Asians here, now we have a lot. You know, New York City has the most immigrants of any place in the world. It has the widest variety of people. Anywhere. You guys are fairly homogenous, you know, but we have everything and a lot of it, you know, especially in the city. So uh, now uh, when I I see somebody uh, just like who looks like they're from the future, you know, I know I know they're from Japan. (laughs) Somebody just cough and spit on the floor. China. (laughs) And then if there's someone not talking to either one of them, Korean, you know. Hey, did they wear um, surgical masks over there all the time? Yeah. Yeah, they do. It's annoying because it doesn't really do anything. Fuck you, dude. It fucking works great, dude. It's so awesome. Dude, I love those masks because when somebody's sick and they're on the train, our trains are so fucking crowded. There's like a million people in a little car. Like, and, and you're squished together. And if somebody's sick and they're coughing and they got a mask on, I feel good. But if they're not wearing a mask and they're like coughing in your face, dude... That sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you talking you're, about? You're not getting that cough vapor, you know? Yeah. If it's a wet cough, you get like a cough, steamy fucking cough smell. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's another one. Suppose on like August 6th or whatever the date is, when they have like the big moment of silence at Hiroshima, mm-hmm. if during that moment you went and like lit off fireworks and marched around with an American flag singing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> You'd be so assassinated. I don't think they'd go over very well. Like I said, they'd send some ninjas after you'd never see it coming. No, dude, yeah, blow dart to the neck, dude. Something like that. Somebody would take you out. Off, uh, you know, besides the internet, I've never seen an Asian person lose their temper. Mm. But I've seen it on the internet a number of times. They just start swinging, you know. That's how they do. That's how they do Congress over there. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 yeah. A slap fight. Yeah. Which is 
I think that's where wish- China, where they take off their shoes and they throw them at the prime minister and stuff over there. Not the prime minister, but like in politics, they throw their shoes at each other. No, you didn't see that. They had a couple brawls in, in their like, diet, which is their Congress. Wait, in Japan recently? Uh, within the last couple of years. Oh, a couple of years. No, but in China, that happens all the time. If you yeah. Google that oh, shit. Yeah. In Japan, they take off their shoes just to come into the place, right? <laughs> yeah, so they don't exactly. have to be. Yeah. <laughs> well, what would they throw if they had to throw some their watch? I don't know. <laughs> That's worse, dude. That's like a fucking throwing star. Yeah. Maybe they throwing star the coins or whatever, like the ninja style. Just like a, little... a stale egg roll they have in the pocket or something. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. A little, a little, a little sushi. Uh, yeah, you eat a lot of sushi. Yeah. I occasion. Not so much. Maybe once a month, I guess. Mm. Wow, if... that's no more than my wife does. I would think that with you know, like that, you probably get the best uh, you know sushi, right? I mean, it's Japan. So. Yeah, you, you guys it's pretty good. It's, it's generally affordable as well. But see, the thing is, though, when you first come here, you're like, "Oh fuck yeah, sushi!" And then you eat sushi all the time and stuff, right? And then after like two or three years, you're like, "Oh sushi, uh, okay." <laughs> My favorite sushi is uh, this one called stir fried chicken. They have it is. They have it at the place I go. It's so good. I love sushi. I love sushi, especially when you cook it. It tastes like fish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like fish. <laughs> it's amazing. It really takes me back home. Yeah. <laughs> I get all nostalgic. So, with, hey, what what percentage of the of like the rapes in Japan are committed by like American servicemen in Okinawa? Ah. Uh... Well, not just Okinawa. We got a lot of bases here, but I I don't know. I've never. It happens every so often. Well, Okinawa like is once, kind of, once every two or three years, I think. There's like yeah, a big there's, one. There's always a couple of them. Uh, Okinawa has got a bad rap. It's like the Marines down there. Well, yeah. Well, the Marines are yeah. down there, and then Otsuka, we got the uh, Air Force and the Navy, and then yeah, I, we got military bases all over the place. But Okinawa is like the big one. Yeah, I, I See, think most. I might have a misconception about that because, and because hearing Seth say that now, it reminds me that don't you have a? I think you have a. Th- we have a thing here where you know you have to have consent uh, to have sex with a woman, other otherwise it's you know rape. Hmm. And woman is like too young; she's not capable of giving consent. If she's drunk; she's she's called not capable of giving consent. Or if hmm. she's a prisoner and a cop fucks her, you know that's automatically non consensual. Hmm. I thought you guys had like a reverse thing there, where if a serviceman wants to have sex with a Japanese girl, they have to do it. They, it's like automatic consent. Is that not the case? Yeah. Part of the occupation. <laughs> I, I don't think I'm, I can even touch this one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we're going there. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I, I don't, you know, I mean, like, I don't know. The last got fit in Japan ever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can edit. Mm. That'll be in our version. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, in that case, oh, totally. Oh, in that case, go for it. Go nuts, man. <laughs> I knew I should have joined the military, though. Yeah, that's that. Oh, those guys are okay. I used to work at a bar in in West Tokyo, and a lot of military guys, Air Force guys, and Navy guys used to come in there and stuff. And to be honest, they're okay. They're not that bad of people and stuff. But mm. after they get a couple of drinks, you know, all the UFO and reptilian stuff come out, and oh uh, man, Jesus. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> right, uh, I, you know, I mean, like, I, 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 don't, I, know, I know nothing, you know, but like, 
I, uh, I, I, you know, when the military, they, they, they tear you down to build you up, you know, Pretty and much. so that you really can't blame the soldier because he's just as the government made him at that point. It's kind of like your ex-girlfriend, huh, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Without the second part. Yeah, I, 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 I would settle for being remade. Hey, my wife, man, you've been married a long time, right, John? I've been, yeah, I've been with my wife for about 10 years. Okay. And when and 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 you say been with your wife, you guys you've been married for ten years then. We've been married since two thousand and twelve, but we've been together for almost going oh goddamn going on almost thirteen no eleven years now. Once so, you're in Japan together, you might as well get married. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you're what Japanese? I haven't checked her passport yet. She could be Canadian, but I'm pretty sure she's <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> okay, well, I mean uh, that. So yeah, uh, and. and does she speak uh, any English at all? No, uh, we speak like 50 50. Hmm. You know, like, oh. we'll, I mean, we'll speak English and Japanese together and stuff. It's, it's sometimes easier. You know, like, for example, you wake up tired and, and you're a little bit hungover and, and you want to get some food, but you don't want to cook and stuff. In Japanese, we just say, menokasai. <laughs> but in you English, gotta, you got to explain the whole situation. So sometimes saying something in Japanese is easier than in English. Well, I thought the word for that in Japanese, for waking up, not wanting to cook and all that, was just, ugh. ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, he's getting us confused with Chinese. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry. I, there is a difference, right? The so Chinese? Like, <laughs> Tom, you, you take that so. one. <laughs> I would hope so, man. No, I want to. So what does the word Budo Dakai mean? Budo Dakai. Budo, uh, uh, bu- Budo is... Uh, Butter, is it, right? No, the, no the, the way, like the way of the Bushido. And Takai, Takai is like high or high level. Oh, he said Takai? I thought he said Dakai. Dakai? Yeah. Did you say, did well, you say that, Budo Takai? Did you say that again? Like a high level Buddhist? Yeah. yeah. No, it's like, like the, the, the way of the samurai or whatever. Ah, see, I was trying to say a word that I was told means, like, uh, it's a word for people from America because we drink milk and mm-hmm. we and eat cheese and stuff. So, I understand you don't have dairy there. You don't do dairy. So, like, we exude like this smell. Oh, kasai. Maybe kasai, man. Yeah, kasai means yeah. stinks. Stinks. Yeah, that stink. And yeah, the term means uh, butter stinker. Butter stinker. Butter stinker. How would you say that? that? I've never heard that. <laughs> your friend's lying to you, man. Yeah. Well, they're not going to say I think it right you took you for face. a ride there. <laughs> they're not going to go, well, hello, butter stinker. This <laughs> is <laughs> what they whisper behind your back. Yeah, there you go. Uh, well, my wife does say it in her sleep. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> having a pleasant dream. Oh. Dreaming about pancakes or something. Hey, is it true in Japan that, like, Number like street numbers are assigned by like in the order in which the buildings were built or whatever. So it's very hard to like if someone gives you an address, like you basically have to know where you're going in order to get there. Kind of. It's it's usually by it's by block, by area region and then by city. Like it's it's kind of like um, like a pyramid, I guess. Like, you know, one block is in a bigger group of blocks, which is in a bigger group of blocks and stuff. And that's kind of like how the process is. Mm. Finding like an address, if you don't know the area, is literally impossible. Thank God for iPhones. Yeah, and GPSs, man, because the streets literally don't don't connect. Like some of them, some of them are like a big bowl of spaghetti, man. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, I guess uh, 
Appar- I guess they're, they're pretty stupid when it comes to designing cities, huh? Well, appar- <laughs> apparently the, the the rumor goes they actually did that on purpose because, like, how do you say, like, just in case the Americans invaded during World War II, like, no, no, how do you say, like, they, that. just to keep the emperor safe or whatever? No, it's that be World War II. It's be, I mean, Tokyo's way older than World War II, dude. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is just what I'm just repeating what I heard, dude. I don't know. Well, certain parts of it were kind of built immediately after World War II, right? Oh, yeah, like, Tokyo is destroyed, yeah. but... Yeah, but I mean, they didn't just develop the system. They're like, you know what? <laughs> We're gonna come up with a whole new Let's system. Just fuck with all these foreign invaders. But no, I think that. But well, that's what it was about. They yeah. they made this whole system like that because of foreign invaders. But yeah. it was like people like Osaka, Kyoto, other parts, other regions of Japan invading, like the Shogun. Yeah. <laughs> the Shogun invading. Got to keep the emperor safe. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. the A-bomb doesn't really need all that shit, right? It's kind of like, goes where it wants. No, I don't think it would worry about that. Yeah, you know, but, but like, it sounds like a good plan. I mean, but it sounds like they're really living in fear there, you know? Like, the, mm. they, like we, we're willing to, like, make our shit so fucked up, we don't even know where we're at half the time, to avoid, you know, being invaded by uh, whoever, whoever the fuck's coming. What did you say? The Shogun? Yeah, well, back in the day and stuff, like, all the different regions of Japan used to fight each other for control of, like, you know, the country. You know, I mean, yeah. there's, like, samurai battles, like, all the time, which have been awesome to watch, by the way. If yeah, you could go back in time and see that, that'd be fucking yeah, nuts. They probably were, yeah. They, they did all have, have all kinds of pissing contests, didn't they? Mm-hmm. But do you guys do, like, a Civil, civil War reenactments there? Uh, uh, I, Tom, you if you did, you'd be Godzilla. I'd be Godzilla. <laughs> Godzilla, bring in the big guns. They really bring in some new characters. General Lee and General Grant, Godzilla. Yeah. I don't know if this is historically accurate. But you do LARPing, right? They have LARPing there? Not really. No, they got cosplay. Cosplay is huge. Wait, you guys got cosplay. It's called cosplay there too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they dress up like yeah. elves and uh, like well, the, well, there's like a big one recently in the west side of Japan that my friend went to and took a lot of so, photos. Dude, these girls were sexy. Well, right, they, they have that cosplay too. Sometimes uh, uh, the cosplay here. Now I heard about one. They 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 put on all these like furry outfits and then they go like sort of just kind of lay in a room together. Oh, the furry uh, people! The furry people with the cuddle yeah. cuddle parties and other weird <laughs> shit. Yeah, they, they got pornos about that. I heard. Yeah. Uh, we should watch. We've got fetishes for everything now. You see some of those like like weird specific like like they got for the hoverboards and for they've got vaping pornos and all this weird shit. They got hoverboard porn. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's the future not, not, there. Not 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 the Back to the Future ones. The uh, I don't know whatever you call it. The Fucking, I don't know how to explain them. You know those compilation porns where it's like it just goes from one girl having an orgasm to the next. It's about eleven minutes, you know. It's just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. frankly, way too long. But uh, <laughs> you know, so I, I was watching one of those the other day, and I was just kind of like, you know, medium there. And I was like, you know, whatever. And then a, a fucking woman came on who had on a hijab that covered her face, and she was totally naked except for that. She's masturbating, oh, and really? I just fucking nutted immediately. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I never, never felt so in command. <laughs> Wait, are you sure it wasn't a ninja? Uh, well, she was decapitating a soldier at the time. So. Oh, jeez. Sure have, have you seen some of those like pornos they have where it's like softcore porn, but like they have like all, all the all the women are like sexy ninja, you know, warriors in skimpy outfits that have like weird sex magic kind of ninja techniques. 
I'll you see any of those? I'll let field that one. No, I, I, I'm not. But they sound they sound pretty um, pretty titillating. Yeah, so, so, some of them are pretty crazy. Like they can spray pheromones out of their pussy, or they, some can spray acid, or you know, got all these fucking techniques. Or some guy will insert an egg and like mind. Con- one of the villains will insert an egg and like mind controller with that or something. It's just, it's just the most fucked up out there shit. And this is softcore porn. So all that plot is really just designed, you know, to get the, uh, you know, the, the lizard woman uh, naked and, and, you know, uh, tied down to something, right? Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, and, and some dude comes in and plows her or whatever. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know, man. Even after 14 years of being here, it just amazes me. Some of the bizarre, just weird out there shit that can, like, fit into a porno. Yeah, and, and just weird stuff in general on the streets there, right? Like, I see weird stuff in New York City, too. Like, I noticed this, that everybody, every Sikh cab driver looks mm. just like Tommy Chung. I really think so. Yeah. <laughs> Dead ringers, all of them. Mm. There might be one guy. Yeah. And the I, other day, I saw a pile of dog shit that somebody left on the sidewalk. He didn't pick it up. <laughs> it, started, it started walking. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's, it's just a weird place, New York City. Yeah, I, I imagine every major city is, but like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, here's the thing: like, you know, they they're trying really hard to make it tourist friendly, so you don't see too much weird shit on the street. But like, yeah, man, there's fetish clubs and all kinds of fucked up, weird like places to go to. Well, see, the thing so about inclined. Tokyo is, it, it used to be more in your face, like, yeah. like a long yeah, time ago. Raw. Yeah, like a long time ago, like when we first got here, like Tokyo was a different animal, right? But now, because of course, you know, with like the internet exposing everything in the Olympics and whatnot, mm. I mean, it's 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 almost like it's almost like uh, I guess like Times Square in New York, you know, where there's like a Starbucks in every corner mm. and stuff. There's like convenience stores everywhere. The the dangerous areas, aka dangerous areas, now have like Krispy Kreme donuts and stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 kind of tame right now. But there's mm. still you know you can still find some of like the raw cool places, but you gotta like look for them and you gotta know somebody or you know you you gotta. You could just be lucky and stuff. Like the coolest bars, I know you don't drink, but some of the coolest bars are the ones that don't have any sign or anything. It's just like a door. Mm. It's like a door that's just kind of out of place. And you're like walking down the street and you're like, huh, there's a door with a blue light. <laughs> and it's just there. Yeah. You just wandered into someone's home, maybe. You know? <laughs> yeah, everything's free. Yeah. <laughs> no one's there, right? They serve yourself. I just bring uh, my friends. <laughs> do you guys have Black Lives Matter there? We no. did kind of. There was a black. Did we? No, it wasn't like a huge movement, but there's like a um, a protest in Shibuya for Black Lives Matter last summer. Awesome. Yeah, no, there was. I, I was there. I, it was on Facebook. It's not yeah, like who, too many people are getting capped around here. But no, it was like black people here that were like supporting it. Okay. Yeah. So are there black Japanese? Oh, there's half. There's like half black Japanese. Is there a term for that? I'm sure there is, but it's got to be super racist. I don't know. Probably, it's probably not a very flattering term. No, they do. Like we're just talking about those. No, there's tons of African people here. Right right across the street, there's the the Nigerian embassy, uh, which we'll call it headquarters. Yeah. Oh man, those Nigerian diplomats will fuck the shit out of an Asian chick. They will. Yeah, they will. And they got immunity too, so they just go immunity, and then you know they're good. Yeah, Yeah, they do that here. They beat their women in the streets, and then they got ah, immunity. Hmm. I mean, we got Wait. the UN here, so you know. So that's actually a thing. You can say immunity and stuff. I thought that was just something from Le- Lethal Weapon Three. Diplomatic oh, immunity, no. thing. Yeah, I mean, remember that? 
a lot of the laws in Lethal Weapon Three are are are, are real, and, and and that's one of them. Now, not all of them, but a good a good number of them. And uh, yeah, there's there's something called diplomatic immunity. Which uh, gets you at anything, as far as I can tell. God, I'm getting too old for this yeah, shit. Yeah, you can't be arrested. They basically, <laughs> if you do something really bad, you just, they just basically <clears throat> kick you out of the country. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> just don't do that and just leave. Just out. It's, it's kind of like it helps with law enforcement, really, because you're just like, oh, what, you're diplomat. Well, you're going to say immunity, right? Okay, fuck it. Don't worry. <laughs> Sorry, lady, you're on your own. You, know? <laughs> you, you got to clean up the body, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah Here's some lime and bleach. Yeah, these days you can go to jail for talking if you're the, if you're uh, one class of person, and then if you're another class of person, you can walk the earth and just uh, slap and fucking punch anybody you want, and and, uh, and you're immune. Isn't that weird? Yeah. yeah How do I get to be one of those people? But we don't have that here. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, well, I mean, you can say anything you want here, really. I mean, China, yeah, China, you got to watch your mouth. Doug Stanhope, he was worried about getting arrested in Bangkok because he said a lot of bad stuff about the king, I guess, like in his comedy routine or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was on his podcast where he's like, yeah, you know, I was really scared when I went to uh, Thailand and stuff because, I mean, if they knew anything about me and anything I said about their country, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, that's a pretty good Stanhope impression right there. It's like a, a little, yeah, I was really, he's <laughs> <laughs> That's Bobcat Gothway. <laughs> like, wow, you really talk that way. Uh, they, they said some bad stuff about the king. <laughs> don't fight me. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know that. They, when you say king, you know, I mean, that's like an honorary thing, right? I mean, he doesn't actually get to just like uh, fucking decide whatever the fuck happened. Like, everybody stand on one foot today, right? You can't do that. <laughs> I, didn't, didn't they? I think he actually did have some political power for a while. Not, not. I'm not sure like what went on with that because they had like it was the, basically the king versus like the mili- they had a military junta or something. Something screwed up. And I'm not sure actually who came out the clear winner of that. I think that it, in in Thailand, like everybody venerates the king, so it, the the government would change, the military would take over. It didn't matter. The king was still the king. Yeah. And now he died, and now his son is the king. And, like, didn't he make his poodle, like, the admiral? Like, he's a little crazy, the new Yeah, king, yeah, he so. shows up late all the time. You yeah, know, and, like, he has tattoos. Seems kind of like a... Uh, he's he's like trying a, to get Pizza Friday going. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know hey, if man, this if, is true. If you're the king, why the fuck not, man? It's <laughs> good you, to be you the gotta king. Be, you gotta be kind of ha- having fun with it, right? <laughs> Dude, chill out with yeah. the point. You know I got neighbors, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. But uh, if he does that, I'm in board. <laughs> yeah. What, what 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 was he doing just there? That like uh, you're concerned about the neighbors. Uh, Tom has a, kind of a an issue with his voice. Sometimes he gets really loud and starts like yelling, and I always got to calm him down. Mm. Uh, well, aren't, the walls, aren't the walls there made of tissue or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is an issue. Tissue paper. You can hear everything your neighbors do. I, I I don't understand how you still live in this neighborhood because I mean with you and your voice and stuff and like you and your wife now you guys like argue and stuff I, I can't imagine your neighbors not calling the cops like every other day on you, dude. My fucking buildings, man. The building I live in is solid concrete, dude. But the thing yeah. is, like when I come over to your place and stuff, you're like, no, you can't come over. My wife, you know, she she doesn't she doesn't want the noise. But she's in a different room and stuff. If it's all concrete and stuff, we could be doing this over there. Uh, yeah, but you know that's the thing. It's like the concrete's better when you want to just smash your wife's head into the wall. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Panel up. 
That's I only she's fantasize got about that because my wife is gigantic. You know, Ma- uh, Mandy Stadmiller. Her book's out next week, by the way, Unwifeable. So everybody get it. It's pink. But she's <laughs> she's six two. You know, so I kind of like uh, you know I, I have to when she's not around talk as if like uh, like I, I would love to beat her up because I would. <laughs> I, I, but the thing is, like, if I'm going to fight her, I can't. You know, a little woman, you can. You're, I bet your wife's a lot smaller than you, right? My wife's taller than me. Yeah, his is. Mine isn't. Oh no, your, your wife is. T- she's Asian and she's taller than you. Yeah, yeah Johnny's she, a little guy. My goodness, I had no idea. <laughs> well, I guess it's too late to back out of this podcast now. But uh, <laughs> so you guys must look comical together, sort of, right? Like if you're if you're six four and he's like four two. Oh, me and Tom were walking around. He just looks like my bodyguard. No, he actually you do look like a bouncer. You're kind of ovi. <laughs> yeah, I, my wife is taller than me too. So, like, uh, yeah, I can't. I it's like it's weird, man. I don't know if you, it's. I never laid on top of somebody six two before. It's weird. Wait, Pat, you're you're like what? You're like what five eight or something? Like when I met I'm, you? No, 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 no. I'm six feet tall. You're six feet. Yeah. Okay, so she's not too much taller than me. My wife's not that much taller than me as well. But it's just, we got a rule. No high heels. <laughs> uh, see, at this point, she two inches might not sound like much, but she's towering over me. I mean, like, it's, uh, you know, she stands up straight. I slump. I'm a slumpy six foot. She's a, she's a fucking proud fucking California big rack blonde fucking statue six two. So, like, uh, high heels, I'm like, go for it. I don't give a fuck. It, it already looks ridiculous anyway. Black women laugh at me in the streets. Really? They openly laugh at me and point. When yeah. I'm with her. Wow. And, and, and it's not really worth it. There's <laughs> <laughs> no payoff, huh? Yeah, not really. I mean, you know, I, I, the thing is, uh, I'm never going to leave her because uh, my, well, I mean, I, we're never going to get divorced because my, I, my first wife left me, and then I kind of left my second wife. But if she tries any shit like that, I'll kill her. I'll just, Smart. I'll just, I'm just going to kill her. Smart. It's but not even. The- a, you guys might have to come to court because uh, <laughs> I'm going to stab her in the neck with a fucking nail file, and, uh, like prison yeah. style. Shanking. Yeah, I'm going to stick it right in her fucking throat. <laughs> so, but I don't think she's going to try to leave me. So that it probably won't. It probably won't be a thing. All right, well, that's good. New York City Crime Report. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, Pat, the one thing is you don't want to be on your own podcast in the news. <laughs> There's some weekends, like, when I'm, like, with Tom and he's, like, too fucked up, I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, I'm going to read about this guy in the news tomorrow. He's going to be on the show both ways. <laughs> yeah, so, Tom, uh, we're that's reading that, about you. <laughs> that's why That's why I keep having, you know, Seth and I work together, you know, as I'm trying to get him, like, fully up to speed on how to report it when yeah. I when I have to eventually murder my uh, cheating uh, adulterous, uh, you know, wife when, when she abandons me, I, I, I think you'll be, I think you'll be fine. Yeah, I think you, yeah, I think yeah. you can pretty I'm much take the reins. Like, I'm up to speed. Yeah, I think you could do it. Yeah, uh, yeah. You just have to find somebody. Uh, you know, uh, you know everything already. Like you, Seth knows everything. That's something I'll, you, you might not know that about him. He knows literally everything, no. and I know nothing. Wait, so it's great. So- I thought you were a lawyer, or weren't you a lawyer? No, no, I'm not a lawyer. I'm a uh, an editor. An editor, okay. For some reason, I thought you were a lawyer. You just seem so smart. The, <laughs> work on the city council too. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, so like he knows everybody on the city council. He's fucking. He's he's on a. He's got you know the 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 guy the the speaker of the, of the city council. He's got him on a fucking phone. You know, like a, like it's nothing. He's text him. Say hey, what's up? <laughs> mayor too. The mayor too. 
it's uh it's pretty weird so it's nice to have a connection like that here you know and, oh yeah, yeah. And, and, and plus he's cultured you know i mean he he's read everything oh he's, shit i'm just he like, knows about paintings and shit i'm just on top of everything he refers to authors that i've never heard of <laughs> and i pretend i'm familiar with the works of blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, I don't know now. if you guys have that sort of relationship or not. Come now. <laughs> I know a guy. That's all I got. <laughs> I think most of the time we just get drunk and argue. How long have you been on the on the show, Tom? Uh, two years. I think uh, we, we spoke before on the Skype interview two years, I think, right when I started. Right. I don't, I don't know if you remember guy. me. Yeah, I because I remember there was a guy before that, and he was more of a bro-out kind of dude. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you could say that. Yeah. But he yeah. was great. He was fine. But the, I, I think you're better because, you know, you sort of keep it at an even keel, you know. Oh, thank you. I try, man. It's uh, every every time's a learning experience, I guess. It's not easy to pick out these fucking uh, people to work with, is it, John? Jesus Christ, no. no. Everybody's got a problem. <laughs> uh, I, I think for the first couple episodes, I didn't exactly endear myself to Johnny either. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, we almost lost a sponsor on his first time doing a video show. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, got, what do you do? He got wasted. Like It's like a, it's a, it's a liquor store, and in the back there's like the secret bar, right? So when you go in there, you say like this word or whatever. They let you into the bar in the back and stuff where you could buy it. You could drink all the beers that uh, you bought, right? <clears throat> so... We did a show back there because we thought it'd be kind of cool. Tom Tom took advantage of like you know the free alcohol that we got, got wasted, and started arguing and complaining about all the staff that was giving us free beers and shit. Got <laughs> drunk and stuff, and it just it just you didn't speak English. You're like I know French, speaking French and shit. And we had guests on the show, and and nobody knew what was going on. I'm trying to keep it together, and they're like, well, I guess this might be the last episode. And I was like, ah, there'll be another. <laughs> uh-uh. But so yeah. like, but but he didn't drop you, the sponsor. Oh no, no, no! But Tom was banned. He couldn't go in there for a year. Mm. Yeah, wow. we had sponsorship Man, but, that couldn't go into the own bar. <laughs> it seems like if you're a big guy, they they're quicker to ban you for shit like that, you know? Because they're like, hey, we, we, this guy's a bull in a china shop. We don't know what he's gonna do. Yeah, that's that's uh, probably true. How many bars have you been banned from? A couple. Couple, couple. Jesus, I've never been banned from a bar you know, before. You, you, you know the thing about that. I is, just go in like, there. They're, and they're not going to remember you. So a couple months later, it'll blow over anyway. No, they can remember you, dude. You're fucking six foot tall and stuff. You're kind of big and kind of heavy set and stuff. You're bald. You come in there. They're, they're like, mm, either Steven Stegall or Tom. We don't know which one it is. <laughs> Actually, a lot of them don't even recognize me since I shaved my head. Because remember, I used to have a fucking long ass ponytail. Oh, then you really look like Steven Seagal. Oh, there you go, man. You did a good thing when you cut off that fucking ponytail. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> it's never a good look. I, I, I gotta be honest, man. I just I just wanted to do it once because, like, uh, how do you say? I was going a little bit thin up top, so I just wanted to grow my hair out one last time before I was forced to shave it, basically. Uh, sort of like the bachelor party for your head. Uh yeah, you could say that. One more, one more party. Yeah, one, one last hurrah. You know, it was kind of like party in the front and business in the back. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, definitely went a bit thin up top. Business in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's usually the other way around, but not for Tom. Not for me. <laughs> well, listen, guys. Uh, we never did talk about any crimes, but we're—I I think we're kind of uh, running up against the clock here. Uh, okay. Yeah, but uh, I, I could sit here and bullshit with you guys all day. Why, why don't we do this again uh, sooner than later? Because uh, you know, New York City crime report got faded. Japan. I think it's. A, I think 
it really should be one show. We'll keep them separate for now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, we do have sponsorship. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> I mean, okay. I, I mean, yeah, man, it, it'd be nice, like you know, if you can compare notes because I'm, I'm sure you got some good uh, stories about crimes in New York. We've got some great ones from here in Tokyo and Japan. Yeah, yeah, we. Uh, we well, I mean, like we're we're at the time. I mean, you have a, a hard out. I thought I thought you had a hard out. Okay, well, look. Uh, I mean, if you guys want to do some crimes, then uh, we yeah, could man. Go. If, if you guys are free, do some okay, crimes. Well, yeah, let's, let's, how about, how about, let's, let's, let's commit a few crimes. Seth does this. He'll, he'll tell me he's got a hard out at a certain time, and then he's like, "No, I'm good." Okay. So then I oh then I know he's just going. This is probably going to be a really bad time. Okay. Around all day. Five forty-five. Oh, I thought you said twenty-five. Okay. All right. So we're good. So you guys lead off with a, with one of your Japanese crimes. How about that? Uh, okay. Sure. <clears throat> we'll take the first one, Johnny. Okay. So let's see. What should we do? Should we do the uh, mm-hmm. panty one? Yeah. Just do that one. Okay. First. Like just like we planned, man. Okay. All right. So this is the one that um, I did on your show, uh, what, last week or whatever? Yeah, we discussed it, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to read this article really quick. <clears throat> Here we go. This happened last week. 20-year-old man arrested for trying to steal a uh, high school girl's underwear. Police in Tokyo's Kita Ward said Tuesday they have arrested a 20-year-old man on suspicion of assault after he injured a high school girl while trying to steal her underwear as she walked along a street. According to police, the incident occurred at around 6 a.m. on February 25th. Police said the suspect, Kyu Takise, came up behind the girl, grabbed her around the waist, dragged her to the ground, and then he tried to pull off her underwear. However, the girl screamed and kicked at Takase, who fled. This technique is actually called the stop, drop, and roll off the panties technique. But I guess he fucked up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if she was on fire, she'd be thanking him right now. <laughs> you know, like, I, I, I think that the, I, I see why they have suspicion that, you know, of assault in this case, you know, because it is kind of suspicious in the area of assault. But on the other hand, uh, you know, it was, apparently there in that particular uh, district, they don't know about the uh, panty stealing festival that was being held that day. Yeah, panty stealing <laughs> festival. I just thought he was going to restock, had to steal her panties to restock the vending machines, man. Yeah, that could be Grand Theft. Yeah, Grand Theft. Probably Definitely. Definitely. So. Yeah, Grand Theft panty. A petty theft. It depends on, you know, yeah. like uh, how much they're going for, right? I mean, yeah. like, uh, I mean yeah. aren't they like five bucks? So he'd have to steal, he'd have to steal like 500 women's panties. Hey, look, and, and if you can't get the panties off a girl once you've got her around... And don't deserve the panties. Yeah. <laughs> Frankly. Well, you need a better you know, technique then. Obviously. Yeah, you got to go back to panty stealing school. <laughs> <laughs> got to get schooled. <laughs> now, does that happen fairly often? I mean, like, usually I got the thieves here just take your iPhone. Yeah. Um. Occasionally, actually, this at the end of the story, it says uh, a similar incident occurred in a nearby Itabashi ward at around 9.30 p.m. on uh, February 22nd. Yeah. So maybe it's the same guy, maybe a different guy. I don't know. Maybe they're in a penny-stealing club. I don't know. Yeah. Well, usually what these two guys do is, like, they get busted for, like, how do you say, climbing up to a woman's balcony and, like, taking her panties when they're hanging out and, like, drying or something. Yeah, they, yeah that happens quite actual, a bit. The actual lives steal them off, steal them off some uh, random schoolgirl walking down the street is kind of rare. So. Yeah, that's yeah, unusual. That, well, that, yeah. See, that, that's like home cooking, you know? I mean, like, you can buy a <laughs> vending machine, but that's like the Cheetos of panties, you yeah. know? I mean, you want 
you want the real thing, you know, yeah, it's uh, you, you got to go up there and get it. You got to earn it. I think it's. I think everything it smells and uh, helps you ejaculate better uh, when you work for it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so and and we need vending machines. Right? Yes, yeah, so obviously know, I, this I, was amateur hour. Totally. No one's more against rape than myself and Seth Barron and New York City Crime Report. You know, and we support the Me Too movement always. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, and, but like just factually, you can say what you want about a rapist. You know, it's immoral. It's illegal. It's deplorable. But it is a lot of work. Those guys do work hard. <laughs> <laughs> where, where do they work out? Is there, is there a special gym? It's probably Gold's. Yeah. <laughs> Gold's is filled with rapists. Know, some of them don't work out. Some of them I, are just, just trying to rape girls. <laughs> All right. Well, that's this. That's our first story. Uh, what do you guys got? A grown ass man. Uh, it, 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 seldom do you see the, the term "grown ass man" in a headline, unless <laughs> you're reading the New York Post. Uh, okay. So this is a story about a guy here in the capital of good and evil. Uh, now, we boast a large and diverse population of homeless people here. You know, they come here all over the world. They, they, they make New York City their home, uh, literally, you know, uh, just the city. So, uh, you know, that uh, diversity is our strength uh, and, and et cetera, et cetera. But it's a big problem here. Well, uh, this is a story about a guy who is homeless, but uh, he lives right outside his mom's home in a cardboard box. Uh, and, and it's becoming a problem. Uh, he's 59 year old Upper West Side, or excuse me, Upper East Side. Oh, 50. Oh my God. Thanks, Seth. I put my glasses on. What did I say? 59. You said 59. I guess O's look like nines when I don't have these on. Uh, he got kicked out by his mom. He promptly moved out of their apartment, right into a cardboard box in the hallway. Landlord suing to get him out of the building. Uh, having nowhere to go, he began to sleep in a box right there. Now, I mean, like that's a that's a guy who's pretty determined to just make his mom look bad. You know yeah, what I mean? Right? Make it uncomfortable yeah. in the building. Yeah, uh, she's seventy one. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Oh, some, go ahead. Definitely some separation anxiety issues there. He loves his mother. Yeah, uh, she gave him the boot. Uh, she lives on East Seventy Third Street. That's a nice neighborhood there, York yeah. Avenue. It's a little bit far from the subway, though. Yeah, you know, it's not like um, I mean, it's not really the Upper East Side. It's more like Yorkville. But yeah, it's okay. It's nice over there. But you can't blame him. I mean, it's so hard to get out of the neighborhood once you leave the building, That's you know, true. the hallway, and everything. And the, you know, like uh, th- there's got to be a more comfortable place. Uh, they, now a lot of guys sleep on cardboard boxes outside. I guess they're you know they don't, their mothers probably don't. But he urinates in the hallways and in the what? stairways. Ooh. He just takes a leak right there. She wouldn't even let him his territory. Like, what a bitch! You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> get a bathroom right there. Let him in. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, are you sure it's not a dog house? Maybe she had a dog at one yeah. point, you know? Yeah, there you go. And she's senile and she thinks he's the dog. And <laughs> but now, but he lives in this cardboard box. He, he, the thing is, if he was really a creative guy, if he had any business sense at all, he'd leave the cardboard box there. He would go sleep on the street and he would rent out the cardboard box for about $300 a month, you know? Yeah. There you go. There you go. Dude. Airbnb. Here, check out my uh, pictures of my cardboard box. It's Only three hundred bucks a month. <laughs> hey, it's in a nice neighborhood. This guy now is a convicted rapist. Oh right, Ooh. I forgot to mention. Yeah, this, that, that thickens the plot a little bit, doesn't yeah. it? You know, like, yeah, might, might not want to lead with that. <laughs> well, and see, they bury the lead on a story like this so they can get grown ass man in the headline. You know? <laughs> Grown ass rapist is a little bit less humorous, but and the woman here is very pissed off. She says, "I pay eighteen ninety for a small studio." Now eighteen hundred ninety is like you know that's 
that's lower than average rent in Manhattan. Hmm. Uh, lower than average kind of neighborhood, sort of. Uh, I, I guess. I mean, it's like you said, it's not really Upper East Side. It's a bit. It's a bit removed. Uh, she says that most of the buildings tenant. Well, the woman, they're, they're afraid for the they, of the convicted rapist. You know, like mm-hmm. I, we pay two. Th- we pay two thousand. One of them has a one bedroom, twenty six hundred dollars for a one bedroom, and they never raped anybody. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, but those those apartments are a lot nicer than the box, so that's, yeah. you know you get what you pay for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the story of. Uh, by the way, I want to give you this guy's name just in case uh, you run across him. You'll know. Uh, Stephen McPhail. Oh, McPhail. Oh yeah. yeah, we know that guy. There you go. <laughs> His name is Stephen McPhail. <laughs> He's cursed from birth. Sometimes the jokes just write themselves. It's it's spelled with a ph, but uh, yeah, we're gonna. I think we're good with it. So he's yeah. a classic so, kind yeah, of that, fail. That that's our story. That's our failure to launch story. Of the rapist <laughs> Stephen McPhail lives in a cardboard box outside his mother's house. Oh, that sucks. God, I feel bad for that mom. I mean, that's that's just like a, a bad son, a really bad son that got. Worse and then worse and then just wouldn't leave. I, I, well, I feel she knew bad for everybody in the building. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. They have to tolerate this shit. Yeah, hey, a little second. shit because wait, one floor just, wait a second, you wait a second, wait a second. I got it. It's a ploy. She's got a son that's a convicted rapist and shit. She doesn't want him around, but that you know what? She probably hates her neighbors more than she hates the kid. She's like, okay, what we're gonna do is get rid of these fucking neighbors. You sleep outside, piss in their door, and they'll leave <laughs> in a couple of months. No, no problem. <laughs> Well, maybe she's just afraid too. You know, I mean, when you get older, you become more vulnerable, and you be- mm. and you get to maybe it's, it's she feels comforted knowing that she has a watch rapist. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> he can smell the other rapist. He's like he can smell them out. You know, it's like, mom, be careful. That guy over there, definitely, he's got the look. Yeah, and I don't mean a guy who rapes watches. By the way, I'm no, I still haven't heard. Oh, well, that'd be an interesting story. Yeah, man rapes watch. Man rapes watch. Why? I thought it'd be fun. Uh, yeah. he got it, watch it, was, it was time for it. Well done. Mm. All right. So, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what do you guys got? What's next? Okay. Uh, I'm going to read another article we, we, that, um, yeah, we, we, we talked about this one last week, but not on the air because of issues with bonus content and whatnot. But uh, here we go. Uh, dating Yakuza gang member costs police officer her job. Dun, dun, dun. Tokyo police said it suspected a young officer, from, uh, sorry, suspended a young officer from duty on Monday and referred her to prosecutors for allegedly leaking investigative information to a Yakuza she had been dating. The 23 year old officer in charge of detainment at the Shinjuku police station resigned effective the same day as she was charged with a breach of confidentiality in violation of the local public service law. She was suspected of telling the crime syndicate member, a man in his 30s, about charges against him in an incident between two Yakuza members after he asked her in December if he was being investigated. Yeah, I think that's about most of that's yeah. fine. Yeah, uh, I guess Internal Affairs had a fucking shitstorm with this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess so. I mean, like, uh, they had no idea that she was banging this Yakuza? No, no, not at all. I, 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 well, they I, do now. <laughs> I, th- I think further into the story, there's, like, there's rumors that maybe that maybe they hooked up. 
I, th- I think she met him. Like I think it says in the story, she met him when he was on. She she met him when she was on duty. So yeah, yeah. Maybe, she was like interviewing him or yeah, something, something, and like you know that. maybe a couple of like phone numbers got switched yeah, around yeah. and stuff. You know, you call right, me, I'll yeah. call you. You call me if you have anything further. That kind of this thing. This just yeah. sounds like a beat cute. It does really. Yeah. This could be a great little rom com. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're we're actually kind of talking about that last time. This and another like story. If maybe if you just smooshed it together to make like how do you say like some kind of movie, you can make it a rom com or like a serious movie. Or hell, you could probably make it a porno as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the great thing about a great story is that it's really flexible in a lot of different genres, you know. And this is a great story. Uh, it, you can call it like Yakuza whore, you know. Yeah, there you uh, go. Yes, she's a whore for the Yakuza. It, it says that here, I'm, I'm reading on in the story, that uh, she left the man after hmm. he started to ask her for money. <laughs> Cops yeah. don't make a lot of money. So, yeah. I mean, for this guy to be asking for money and stuff, I mean, uh, oh, maybe he was asking money that maybe, like, she busted him and then, like, she took all his money and stuff and then he tried to get it back. Yeah, that, that's how she kept I'm him sure in the thumb, the purse yeah, strings. Yeah, or maybe... You know, uh, like if you look at it, uh, you know, she's willing to like, you know, give him inside dope and information and all that kind of stuff. But she's not going to pay him to do it. You know, yeah, there you go. For the, for the privilege. I mean, and I'm sure that she feels like no cock is that good. Even Yakuza cock. Yeah. Well, my, my question here is, do you think these guys did some role play in the bedroom? They switch roles. You think they switch roles? <laughs> she like drew all these like 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 tattoos on her body and stuff, and he was like wearing her cuffs and her like little hat. <laughs> yeah. So you think yeah, that was, was going to be my next question? Like, you know, obviously she, she, like, they got access to handcuffs. I'm just I was wondering who's wearing them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. like for him, it would be just like a regular thing, you know. I mean, yeah. like you, but to her, it might be kind of novel. Yeah. And then like, uh, who gets who gets sprayed with the pepper spray? You know. Yeah. And who gets, uh, you know, thrown in the back of a car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they, it, there's so many ways you can go with a police fantasy, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, uh, do, you th- do you find a woman in uniform sexy? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I do, too. I do, too. Especially, like, uh, how do you say, the bullet train uniforms. I always found those, like, girls, like, really hot. Really? Why? Yeah. I, I don't know, man. There's something about the little scarf and the way the outfit comes together, man. There's a lot of porno like that, yeah, too. There's a lot of porno. What kind of uniform is this? Uh, Tom, you got one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just let me change what, what, into uh, it, Johnny. We can do a little role play. No, no, okay. no man, it's got it's, it's kind of like pro, somewhat professionally dressed. Right, they've got like you know like the the skirt suit and the jacket and the blazer, but they've got like a frilly frilly shirt underneath and like an I don't know a kind of nice scarf. So you're into the pirate shirt and a, and a hat that's like you know kind of cute. Imagine I, mean, I thought those were hot. Pirate with a skirt. Yeah, Sexy. and like a like an eye patch, you know, and and <laughs> Arr, not a couple missing you know, teeth and a parrot on her shoulder. Oh god, <laughs> talk about her gold. You know, uh, the uh, fucking uh, uh, uniform that I like best is the Delta Airlines when they wear the red dresses. Mm. Oh, they have a, sexy. a whole yeah. like very thin fabric, and it looks like it just like, the buttons are popping off. The, the women who go with that—that's always the whore of the flight. You can tell. <laughs> the other ones just wear the tasteful thing, but they are—they're all geared up. Now, we have a big problem here with public uh, masturbators. Yeah. Do you guys have that on the trains? There's probably not even room. Uh, you know what? I haven't. Like when I first came to Japan, I saw a public masturbator. Like my first week here, and that was the first and only time I saw somebody jerk off, like yeah. in the streets or anything. And that was at that was at the uh, Musashi Kosugi Station. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. 
I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it, but I've, I don't know, I've, I've heard. You stepped in it. Yeah, stepped in it. <laughs> I've heard stories from, like, female friends of, like, things happening on the train. So, sometimes the perverts that, like, don't always touch them. Sometimes just pull their cock out and start wanking away. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. On a train? Yeah. It's, Dude, it's, you it's, can't it's, do that on a train. There's too many fucking people there. No, you gotta do like, that at a comedy festival in a hotel room. You know? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Get in touch you with know? your inner Louis C.K. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, uh, it, it is a big problem, though. You know, yeah. like, I found out that, like, we have a neighbor who's just a, a stunner. I mean, like, she's uh, back in 3B. We're in 1A. And uh, this neighbor, he, he was talking to my wife, this other guy. He lives in 2B. And she goes, uh, come in here and tell Pat, you know, because they met by the fucking uh, mailbox. And I was like, what? And he goes, well, uh, this guy uh, t- tells me that uh, he was on the fire escape the other day and he looked down into our neighbor's apartment and she was going at it with a big purple dildo <laughs> middle of the day with the blinds open to full view like a movie. Really? He said, out in the courtyard, you know, you can see, and uh, and he explained the whole thing, you know, about how she just gets nude and she's and she's really good looking and everything. But I, I, I the only thing I could say was, we have a courtyard. <laughs> Been here two and a half years. Uh, now I know why. Mm. Uh, do you guys have dogs? Me? No, no. Are you allowed to have them in in Japan? Oh uh, yeah, small. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can have dogs. Um, well, we have uh, we have like really strict laws here about like uh, how you're supposed to treat animals and shit. Hmm. But they dropped the charges against the owner of a Chihuahua I left alone in a car during a cold night last month in Soho. Uh, and they dismissed him. Sealed. Provided that it's a Philadelphia college student. They just had to stay out of trouble for six months. Big relief. This dog was in a car for like an hour, hmm. and somebody reported that to the fucking cops. That's ridiculous. Uh, it's 23 year old Heyang Chen and his lawyer. Uh, Julie Rendleman. So we have, a, I guess, a Chinese guy and a Jewish lawyer, uh, and they argued in court that the dog was only left alone for an hour while he did some shopping. The dog had two coats on, and he said, besides that, chihuahuas shiver. That was part of the case. They Jesus. shiver. They shiver. Whether they're cold or not, they shiver. That's just what they do. Hmm. So I guess they're immune to the cold. Yeah. But... Uh, well, they are from Mexico originally, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, Ren and Stimpy. Ren, or was yeah. it Stimpy? He had a Mexican accent. Yeah, of course they're cold in New York. <laughs> right. There's some yeah. Disney movie where, like, the how to say all the Chihuahuas had like his really o- over the top like Hispanic accents. I forget what movie that was. Uh, oh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. No, they're all no. French. So, like, all dogs can have it or something like that. Wait, is this racist? Are we racist now? Uh, oh, God know, damn it. It was a different well, time. Yeah, but we're just, we're dog racist. So oh, okay, really yeah, that's racist. right, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually Lady and the Tramp had, like, the, the Siamese twins were, like, really, like, kind of over-the-top caricatures of Chinese people. Yeah, yeah and then there's the crows. In Dumbo, there's those crows that are just like, hey, now! You know, <laughs> they're, like, basically... Oh, Please. Fucking calm down. Oh, I remember that. It's about stealing and, 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 and shooting dice and stuff. It was just a, atrocious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe they haven't gotten that out of the movie yet. You know, a, lot, a lot of racism in those old cartoons. Yeah. Um, they don't make them like that anymore. Yeah, they that uh, wouldn't fly today. No, nowadays, would it? No. no I, I really first, yep. first had, like, competing village, you know? like a, a <laughs> They weren't blue like them, you know what I mean? And... Uh, do you remember the Smurfs? Was that? But you were still in America then, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that was in the eighties. Yeah, yeah we were back in the eighties. 
maybe uh, and then they, and then they found it. They, there was some other fucking village or whatever, a bad neighborhood in Smurf Town. I, see, I didn't watch the show, but I just read about it. Mm. Uh, You're how bad kidding? It was. Yeah. Wait, yeah. were all the Smurfs? Were they like they were like a different color or something? Where they were like like yellow, and they're like, oh, don't go over there. The technology is too advanced or something. <laughs> exactly. They had little. They had tiny eyes. And uh, and they and they spoke like sort of a mix like Middle Eastern kind of Japanese or, or Asian sounding, you know, just like in Star Wars when they made that fourth Star Wars movie. You know, the villains were like, oh, we, uh, uh, you know, remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they, they had they really had it. was very racist. There's like, look, we are crusaders against racism. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and against free speech, too. Yeah. T- whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. <laughs> Wait, dude, we're going to kill our demographic. <laughs> oh, well, you know, I mean, like, uh, if anybody who listens to New York City Crime Report will know we're pro-free speech. And, uh, you know, like, uh, it's it's cool that you guys have it there. And uh, yeah. I guess maybe a lot of times people don't even know what you're saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Not the way you talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know how, what percentage of like our listeners are in Japan and they're like international. I think the majority of our listeners in Japan are uh, troops. I think a lot of them are troops, uh, English teachers, I guess. Yeah. But a lot of military people listen. Yeah. I think a lot of military people in Asia listen to our show. Yeah, that, that sounds so right. we support the troops yeah, that listen to our show. Well, All the go. other ones can fuck off. Pro military. We support the troops too. Yeah, <laughs> on both sides. All the troops. <laughs> Russian troops, Syrian troops, rebels. Yeah, they're all. By the way, we do have Patreon to all the troops out there. There we go. (laughs) Yeah, just for troops. It's going to be divided a lot, a lot of ways, and it's going to be a big issue. Who gets what? But uh, and the the, let's face it, it's going to be a clusterfuck. But it's worth doing. And uh, yeah, so uh, by the way, um, we also support law enforcement. uh, You know, but uh, you know, uh, we don't like to be overly uh sort of uh, demonstrative of that and i'll say this too english teachers are some of the best people in the world every teacher i ever had that was an english teacher mm. was fantastic they're they're fantastic people mm. especially the women the women are fucking crazy in bed when they're english teachers <laughs> especially when they have glasses there i don't know something go. about glasses that hot in that librarian look totally yeah, yeah that's they're, they're always the hottest yeah except yeah. for the one in ghostbusters yeah Remember the ghost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that sounds like a good time to walk out. <laughs> <laughs> I got crickets. <laughs> I, think I, I think I just felt a breeze blow through, and a uh, dog barked in the distance. But uh, uh, man, so great talking to you and, and really catching up, man. And uh, we didn't get a chance to do that in Crime Report the other day so well. So uh, good, good to do it. And hey, Tom, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're still on the show. Yeah, thanks, Pat. Um, like, yeah, I, I, I did check out a few of your YouTube clips of you doing stand-up. Uh, you're quite good, man, and uh, it was awesome to Thank make you. your acquaintance and uh, chat with you for a little bit. Yeah, thanks. Oh, uh, yeah, my story from This Is Not Not Happening about the woman who tried to murder me, that's up uh, on uh, on YouTube now or Facebook or something. Oh, but it's yeah, called- it? yeah, we'll share that. I saw that. Yeah, it was yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. I, I haven't appreciate. seen that, but yeah. thanks a lot. I'll check that out later. I'm Wait, sure it's yeah, good. It's- Yes. Pretty fun story. Wait, who was that? A Duncan? Du- no, IHOP. That's right. IHOP. <laughs> yeah. If it was in New York, it would have been at a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. right. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I had a girlfriend, uh, ex-girlfriend that she didn't try to kill me, but she put a cigarette out of my back when I was sleeping. So I could kind of relate. Yeah. Oh, then you tried to kill her, probably. <laughs> no, I kicked her out of my apartment. <laughs> uh, God. So, hey. 
uh, we got to run. But listen, uh, just so people know, it's crimereport.nyc. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the crimereport.nyc or, you know, like wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, all that stuff, or wherever you listen in Japan uh, or all over the world. Yeah. This is an exciting coming together of probably the two best podcasts on the Internet. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Here completely agree. I concur, good sir. Oh, arigato. <laughs> or New York, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, have a great one. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, Thanks Pat. Thanks, Seth. Have a great Thanks, day. Yeah. Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Prepa. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need, and of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. What's up, faders? Do you like our show? Of course you fucking do. That's why you're tuned in. But have you ever asked yourself if you could get more out of your got faded experience? Well, now here's your chance because we are proud to announce our very own Patreon page. But don't freak out. Our podcast was and always will be free, but with your generous donations, we hope to improve it. 
And since we're all about fan appreciation, we've got the sweet, sweet rewards for our donors. Rewards include, but not limited to, shout-outs, bonus content for interviews and news stories, chances to appear on our show, and even gift packages sent direct to your door. For more information, check out our Patreon page at Fade On. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.